Mood.tv Who doesn't want dicks and daisy? Come on. And welcome to Let Me Ask You a Question. <laughs> Ah, you might notice a little different voice starting out the show, and I'm talking a little differently, too. <laughs> yeah, you are. This is producer EJ taking over in the absence of our glorious and egregious host, Anthony. Joining us today for our 228th episode, that's a lot, we have a whole crew. Uh, so I want to welcome Justin Nolan Pato, Zachary Storman, and Kyle Mocha from Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. What's up? What's up, guys? Whole houseboats here. Yeah. yeah, we got the whole crew of the houseboat, TLJ. Yeah. And that other unfamiliar voice that you might be hearing, that's the Grega Man. He's back. Hey, I'm here making my monthly pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have prepared a question, or I should say Greg and I have prepared a question in lieu of Anthony not being here. And it's a simple little question that I'm hoping that we can expound upon. And the question is, what addictions or vices do you have? And which ones did you have as a kid? What were things that you would say that you were addicted to? Let's stay away from the norm. We know at cigarettes and we don't need that. We get that. Crack. Mm. <laughs> Crack's fine as long as we got some stories. Okay, all right. I'll talk about that. But what are yeah, some, some, uh, some uh, irregular addictions that we may have? So not, Your not regular addictions? Yeah, not including the, the, the alcohol, okay. the uh, cigarettes. I mean, cigarettes, drugs. I mean, we're good with that. We get that. Those are the easy Those are the obvious ones. Straight off, everybody's got those. Straight off the bat for me, it's something that carried through from childhood is video games. Amen. Video games. I mean, uh, video I game addiction. That is an addiction because for sure, for sure, like, it's instant gratification when I need some instant gratification on something. And two months ago, Justin told both Zach and I, I've deleted all the video games. I off did, of my and then they went back on, so I can focus more on working on stuff. And and how long did that last? Uh, about a month. A month. Yeah. That's pretty. Good That's for impressive. Like, oh, oh, about you, a month. Did you have yeah. withdrawals? No, because I was so focused in on doing other projects. Yeah. Like I just needed. I knew I needed just take away the fucking that's kind of the definition of, of an addiction right sure. there it's something that you don't necessarily need and an addiction doesn't have to be a bad thing right it doesn't necessarily have to no. be something that negatively affects your life i'm gonna think that it that it probably by definition it does which is something i could have looked up and i will later but i would think that being into something is different than an addiction in the fact that there is a negative uh use of time in some way i would assume i mean i've spent so like well countless hours just playing video games instead of doing other shit. Yeah, but. I feel like an addiction is when it has some sort of negative impact. All right. And a hobby is when it it doesn't have any negative well, impact. Right, but I mean, I'm going to want myself in... I don't know if it's actually had a negative impact. I mean, it's affected I've, I've your put, sleep. Put, well, sure. Have I, you ever put been late to work because you were playing video games oh, up all night? Well, then it has negative yeah, impact. Well, well, in that life. case, my answer is uh, porn and masturbating, I guess, because I, uh, I've definitely been late to work. <laughs> you late to work because you're jerking yeah. off? I said no obvious ones, Kyle. Oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> you, are, you are correct there. Um, I was late to work because I was jerking Kyle off. Because <laughs> it just Not wasn't working. I needed I needed a stranger hand than my stranger hand, and it, it didn't work. <laughs> we were uh, listening to The Stranger by Billy Joel, uh-huh. watching Stranger Things. Uh-huh. And eating strange things. 
just eating. We just found random things in the carpet, and we were just eating them while we were both taking turns on a tiny little wiener. Um, and you were late to work. Yeah, that's terrible. I, okay, so uh, I mean, it's obvious for me, I think, but then I would say uh, movie or just consuming media is sure. probably one of my biggest addictions. I am obsessed with everything in the world, but what I am obsessed with, I go all in on. So say like WandaVision, that came out. Sure. And I was, it was an addiction to the point where I was watching every single behind the scenes thing that they released. Any terrible YouTuber or a great YouTuber that was breaking down every, I wanted to know everything because I have an addiction to knowing dumb things, which helps in my my line of work as a bartender. Sometimes somebody goes, hey, you ever watch uh, WandaVision? And I go, for the next four hours, we're going to talk every <laughs> single thing on WandaVision or, you know, the Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier, anything like that. So I've definitely uh, had an addiction to that. But now, honestly, like Good Mythical Morning, the uh, YouTube series, yeah, I'm obsessed with it. And I mm-hmm. will just sit there and all of a sudden look up and I'll be like, oh, I've been watching Good Mythical Morning episodes for the last six hours. Doing nothing else. You're doing just that. Yeah, literally just sitting there and watching, like, <laughs> like even have fallen asleep and then woken back up and my like walking, watching it on my phone. It's still going, and I'm like, I mean, to be fair, uh, to be fair, Kyle came over one day and said, "This is my new addiction on YouTube, and I will fall asleep to it, come up or come wake up, and just fucking it'll be something else." And oh. it's just like this history of like abandoned or yeah, archaeological or, finds. Like, fucking... uh, that's another. Uh, it's not good. Mythical morning, but yeah, it's uh the, these videos. Uh, it starts as the top ten weirdest archaeological finds of the last you know year, and they'll go into some really interesting shit. And then all of a sudden, I'll be watching like a BBC twelve part documentary that's fifteen hours long, all about the British Isles before they were the British Isles. And I don't need to know any of that, but <laughs> but I know that there were people there ten thousand years ago when they didn't think that there were, and right. they had tools, and there's been like little knives and things found, and so I will literally fall asleep listening to them, wake up <clears throat> listening to them, and if it's interesting, I go, "Shit, I slept through like three episodes of this thing, so now I got to go back," and and that's why masturbating makes me late to work because I spent the whole day. <laughs> Watching historical videos and and then the masturbating has to happen. You know, it's got to happen. I think both of those things definitely count as addictions because they're taking time away from other things. But I think as far as addictions go, and again, we're we, I told you as as part of the question to stay away from the obvious. But at least you're in both cases, you're learning and you're making your brain better. Like video games make your brain better. You're making your brain smarter. So as far as addictions go, not too bad. Video games are, are much more storytelling than they ha- ever have been as well. So. Being into film in the same sense, also another addiction, I, I assume. Um, it's it they they are sort of the same category, just one's interactive. Those are my least favorite games. I'm a gamer too. I play like the one and duns. League of Legends was a big one for me, but I like to play like one and duns. I don't care about story. I like play Castlevania. I do a little bit of that. Sure. I love movies though. I do love film, so it's always funny because I don't. I don't grasp onto the new systems because of exactly that. Because like you're saying, they're so cinematic now with the PlayStation, right, right. whatever they're up to. And I just like, it's too much commitment. I can't sit through that. I mean, I agree with you on that. As I get older, I'm, I play less story games. Like I play more Fortnite, Call of Duty, you know, jump into a game, die and re- <laughs> rinse repeat. I mean, I played Counter-Strike Source for like competitively for years. So. I'm totally the opposite. I only play RPGs. Hmm. I used to be. Like I played Fortnite for a week. And it's just like, I can't do this. This is not my thing. I need, like, 
Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, Skyrim, right. shit that takes fucking years to finish because I don't have enough time, you know? But me and Justin are playing games for just as long as you, but we lie to ourselves because we're like, I don't I don't want to invest in a story, but I'm playing like League of Legends for six hours <laughs> doing the same shit, 20 minute bits. Yep. But I, exactly. it's just yeah. it's different. As a different consumption, it's interesting. Well, I think it's a competitive aspect. You know, I just want to, I want to test myself against other people. I know, yeah. You know, I want to see if I can, you know, outthink or outplay somebody. And that's why I only play Risk and Settlers of Catan on my computer or my phone. Uh, Did you play Emma Be the Show for literally I, three months straight one time? I have. You sat down. You're like, dude, there's baseball video games. Baseball like, video games. Yeah, you idiot. And then three months later, you got off my couch and was like, wow, man. That was pretty Holy good. Shit, where was I? <laughs> what year is it? Well, Zach, do you have an addiction that you can uh, pinpoint in this moment? Other than, I mean, obviously drugs and alcohol, but let's not talk about that. Uh, his stuff, I think, is probably my biggest addiction. You like stuff. You like to collect stuff, own I like stuff. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like a hoarder. I've got... Uh, I have... 16 or 17 guitars. I've got five vehicles. But you do use a guitar. So you're a collector. So whatever you're into, you like, you have an addiction to the collecting it. Yeah, I like to collect. I had to put my phone down before this started because I'm trying to buy another fucking <laughs> trying to buy truck. I'm trying right to buy now. a dump truck yeah. <laughs> this weekend. I've got a fucking piano from uh, Made in Jersey in 1922. Um, that takes up a lot of space in the house. There's, I've got. There's also an just, organ that is that we side. all got though. I guess it's my, my addiction side. is like a sweet deal on some vintage shit. Do you like the hunt? Yeah. Hey man, yeah. I found this fucking shitty old Chevy for four hundred bucks. Are you interested? I'm like fuck yeah, I'm interested in some <laughs> old piece of shit for four hundred dollars. Like I love that shit. I got a little bit of that. I'm like a yard sailor, a flea marketer. Oh yeah. Where I live now, there's seven Goodwills within like three miles. Ooh, and so that's my oh. Sunday. I just hit them all up and see what's there. I love it. I just fuck yeah. In high school my entire wardrobe was fucking Goodwill. I'd go to the Goodwill and just buy the craziest shit. Um, and that's what I wore to high school. I yeah. fucking... If I found a suit jacket that fit me... Um, I mean, those are the only places that you can go shopping and come out with the most ridiculous outfit. I've never oh, been yeah. in the Salvo and not come out with a fucking bag full of shit. <laughs> yeah, you've got like, a lot I of good shirts. You have a... was a Billy Ray shirt that you... Oh, uh, no. Uh, or, uh, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. You have a Rod Stewart I have a lot of shirt. good shirts, but... That's the other problem. I've got like 700 t-shirts. Like I have more t-shirts than I have dresser space. So my room is like a walk-in closet with the bed in the middle of mm-hmm. it. Because I've got fucking... Every time I go somewhere, I'm just fucking buying... Oh, this $2 fucking t-shirt. It's, it's a fucking Nike shirt from 1982. It doesn't mean anything to anyone. Right. But it was $2 and fucking... How cool is this shit? And yeah. Zach also does clean-outs of houses once in a while. So oh, uh, at one point, uh, he <sighs> came back to the houseboat with, I want to say, 300. Did you ever count them? No. It was a big ribbon like this, and it probably was 300 pins yeah. from like from the 50s through the 90s of political All pins. Political pins, cool. people that lost. So he gave that to me. That was one of the stuffs that he could have uh, 
Oh, uh, the but biggest the other thing, the, the, the beanie baby, the beanie baby. Zach I'd literally I'd a, came back with junk out. Now we're getting to it. Now we're getting to the dirt. Hundreds. Oh my of god! Babies. I, so we were cleaning out the one church in town. Went up for sale. The the church ended or whatever. They didn't have enough people. They gave up on it. They were just like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, it was Heaven, the Moravian Mar- church in Canadensis. Whatever, but. uh so we had, you know, in the fall, I'm a landscaper, so in the fall and winter, we do whatever. So they wanted us to clean out the patronage of all the shit that was there so they could sell the property. So I get in the basement of the patronage and I see just fucking boxes on boxes, like cardboard boxes stacked up. I'm like, oh, let's see what's in here. Fucking Beanie Babies in the plastic fucking containers, all labeled, all with the fucking clips on the tags. Like, oh, yeah. how many were there? Hundreds. Oh, hundreds. 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 And it took up the hundreds. whole living room. Basically. At one point, yeah. we have this area that's up behind where Zach usually sits for the show if we don't have a guest. And it was just like, it, it was like that that poster of the, uh, yeah, up there. Where where is, that, is Princess Di up there? Because well, that's the, this is the, the one. Bunny. There's Princess Di. There's a bunny hanging. Uh, from from a news, and then there is. Uh, but at one point, it was like the picture of the Simpsons that you would have on your wall in high school, where it was every character ever. But it was just all of the Beanie Babies. He did the uh, uh, Steven Tyler thing and just had Beanie Babies down his and entire natural, stand. The natural weight boxes filled with them, and they're just pulling yeah, out. Uh, of them. Yeah, and I, we cleaned the garage last month, <laughs> and I found another box that I didn't even realize I had full of. But I got them for nothing. But I like I filled my I had my old Jeep there. I filled the entire like everything but the driver's seat and the fucking pedals was just fucking Beanie Babies in the plastic containers. And I drove home. I'm like, Justin, I'm gonna be fucking rich. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Not not rich. For all those fifty cents. <laughs> I looked it up. They're like. Yeah, it'll cost you more to ship it than what they're worth. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, and this is the Princess Di one, right? So this is supposed to be the most uh, valuable one, the Princess Diana bear. And out of the fucking hundreds that were in that collection, there was no fucking Princess Diana bear. Yeah. But I found one one at another fucking junk house. (laughs) And I saw it, I was like, Oh my god, Princess Diana. And uh, it doesn't even look like the rest of the crew were like what the fuck is wrong with you? How many of these do you do you need this one? And sir, sir, I don't have. Uh, there's certain things I don't give a shit about. I found like a thousand fucking plates from Tiffany's in New York. I fucking smashed those in the dumpster. Like didn't even give a shit. Like He's also beautiful to destruction. Glass fucking yeah. plates. And the fucking my boss old man was just like, these are worth. Oh, save these! I'm just like smashing them. I'm like, fuck you! I don't want plates. And then I saw the fucking Princess Diana bear. I'm like, oh my god, my life is complete. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, speaking of Princess Diana, Greg, what are your addictions? (laughs) I, I I feel like I share a lot with these guys. It's definitely the video games. Um. I know that it's an addiction now because I don't play as much having the family and the kids or the kid, but um, I'll like stay up late and wait for everybody to fall asleep just so I can get a few games of Call of Duty or Apex Legends yep. or League of Legends, any, any of the legends. All the legends. But I think just to, just to bring up something different that's still kind of adjacent because it's still movie and TV related, I have an addiction to watching the same things over and over again. Yes. Oh, I feel you on that. Right now, I just... I think there was like they'd have the super fan episodes on peacock which is not a sponsor of uh the office 
And it's like season three was the only one that was available. So I was like, well, let me watch the super fan episodes. I'm now on season seven of The Office for like my, I don't know how many times through. Oh, yeah. What is a super fan episode? They just, it's basically they just insert the deleted scenes. Oh, oh okay, okay. But they're doing it stupid. So they, they released season three on Peacock and then. I was like on season five and then all of a sudden they're like another new season of super fan episodes season one. And I'm like, well, why didn't you make that one first guys? Like, yeah, you know, I'll go back and watch it. No, you're going to watch it anyway. And that's the thing. I'll hit season seven and then Michael Scott will leave and I'll debate whether I want to watch eight and nine. But then I'm like, well, super fan season one's out. I might as well just go back and watch those. I will say eight and nine. It's like, it is, I get that, that struggle. Cause you're like, Oh, I get a little bit of like a couple of different people here. It's like, you get a Will Ferrell for an episode or two. I get a, the James Spader, Jim Carrey, though, Jim Carrey, that, yeah, people go missing in the finger yeah. leaks, and and uh, <laughs> Kathy Bates, who doesn't want to watch Kathy Bates on television. Um, yeah, I don't mind season eight. It's when Andy becomes a dick in season nine that I'm kind of like done yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah and the British lady, I'm not a big fan of her. Yeah, don't like her whole thing. But I mean, I you know rewatching the Marvel movies, like, I, and I will sprinkle in like I just finished the Mandalorian, finally the second season. Um, I do. I have waited. Like I waited for One Vision to be done, and then watched them all. And then I waited yeah. for Falcon and Winter Soldier to be done. Watched all those. Is there any show recently that you watch week to week, or you have to wait for the binge? Well, so I don't have cable for one, so oh, okay, I don't okay. really. Wa- I mean, I guess I, I'm. I have a shitty addiction to the MTV's challenge shows. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. So I do watch those week to week. That's inside baseball for you, though, too, right? You worked on that stuff back in the day. So that was the thing. I mean, that's the reason I, I watched them for a long time, and then I kind of fell off. Off, and then recently I've been doing like remote shoots and they're like the after show for the one season. So then, of course, I got into that whole season because I'm like, I know everything that's going to happen, but now I want to see it happen. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's sweet. So I started watching that and then got and now there's like an all star season out that I got to start watching. But those are week to week. Um, and then alone. I don't know if you guys watch alone, but that's another. Not, no. no, that's like I think on History Channel, but that's like a survivalist show where they drop 10 people in crazy places and it's whoever lasts the longest wins like a half a million dollars i got yeah. addicted to naked and naked and afraid i think <laughs> yeah. it was. I definitely was went through my naked and afraid yeah i'm like, addicted to being crazy. naked and afraid <laughs> <laughs> never seen the show you're talking i'm afraid about. of you when you're naked yeah. <laughs> but i don't want to be alone so i follow zachariah <laughs> on that note i think we're gonna take a little break but on this break We've got some awesome music from you guys. Kyle, what are we going to be listening to? We're going to be listening to the single is called Feta. It is off of our album called Bubba Cheddar. There's a lot of rhyming in this. There's Gouda, yeah. Feta, Bubba well, Cheddar. Well, cheese is all rhyme. They just yeah. do. <laughs> and we'll be right back.
We're back. Thank you so much for that song. That was wonderful. It was Gouda. Feta. Can it be both? Oh, you missed the roll top. Oh, goddamn, Kyle. I mean, the first song we did was Gouda Time. On yeah, album, no, so. but he, his, yeah. I, I missed the punny I there. I missed the punny. I, I usually pride myself in finding the punny. Show me the punny. Uh, uh, so you guys are changing things up. Yeah. But to digress back to, to your olden days after this season is done, an amazing feat that you guys have accomplished. You guys wrote real music every week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. First off, congrats. Seriously. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Anybody that doesn't know about the show, Kyle Mocha won't shut up. It's presented by Mood.TV, but find it anywhere that you find stuff. But also check out their YouTube channel for all the, the episodes there. Some amazing, incredible music written in a day. Yeah. Four to six hours usually. Very inspirational, guys. Like, seriously. I'm sure you guys don't even realize how crazy it is what you do. And you're starting to dedicate more time to the songwriting so you can write more finished songs yeah yeah so we for the last like year and a half on the show uh we've been going more in the ep album realm uh and we've been picking different genres and different i make concept albums i can't help myself like we did a we you know 20 30 songs of just every week something different and i got to the point where like okay no this is a concept album and we've done how many in Capitalon? Oh, uh, Cap- we've done three three, in, this three world in a Capitalon. fantasy world that i made 17 up or 18. we did a math rock album we did a pop punk yeah. album we did what we call a dance album we did uh, an americana album which is actually 10 songs so that one's like a full length yeah. album We've done a bunch of Christmas music that all gets put on one album, kind of just grows every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, three albums that were in the Capitalon series, as we I, call it. I found it more cool to put ourselves in a box. Yeah. I've been like, okay, for the next six weeks, all our songs are about this story. And like the harder we limit ourselves... Like, if I just sit in the studio, I could play all day and not make anything. Yeah, rules can be good, you know? Like, I know, like, everybody's like, don't make rules, but you guys are writing on a con- very concise timeline. You got to set some guidelines. And yeah, again, yeah we needed we needed the rules 
in order to be able to end up with a finished product. And right. and as Justin said, it's all the songs are like four to six hours. So we might have an idea. Zach might have an inkling of an idea. We're not allowed to. We don't record, record anything until that day. And then we write, record, mix, and master uh, the single well, in the that amount of time. Better. Uh, mastering has definitely gotten better. And right now, so we're, uh, as you said, EJ, we are jumping into our final season, season six. And it is, we're using this time to finish up a solo album that it started out as a solo album of mine, which was originally just me and an acoustic guitar with a bunch of cowboy chord songs. And then I handed the demos over to these two gentlemen and uh, collectively with us and a few other friends that have thrown in some help, we are making what was originally going to be called Kyle Mocha and Friends, but now it's called Brunch Presents Kyle Mocha's Wasted and Waiting. And they're all very more personal songs to me lyrically. And it's kind of a concept album of like a decade of my life. It's as I said on our show the other day, it's kind of my decade under the influence, if you will. It's It's looking back at literally a decade of being under the influence and making dumb mistakes and wasting time and waiting and and literally also waiting like I'm, I'm, I'm a server bartender for a living it's part of what i've wasted my time doing <laughs> and yeah it's a lot of puns there that one was gouda um <laughs> and uh so we have we we just released the first track off of that in the next 10 weeks we will be releasing each track and all of these have been produced like these are actually being produced actually being mastered mixed appropriately right and um and we've taken time we've taken yeah a few months we had to re-record almost and... all of the drums because we got new uh drum I bu- mics i bought more stuff he bought more stuff <laughs> so we had to improve it so we're gonna finish up this season uh it's gonna be 12 episodes so we're gonna do nine more of releasing the album and then the last two we're gonna be kind of like wrapping it up looking back on the show that as it has been uh the name kyle mocha won't shut up will go into its third iteration because we had one iteration six years ago that didn't really go much uh, more than five episodes and then this show that's now been six seasons and basically I realized that the name uh, doesn't match up to what we're doing anymore originally Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up was going to be me rambling on for an hour with Justin and maybe another person in the room and it evolved into we are a band we are a YouTube channel so why don't we just do like one or two live shows a month where we release a bunch of pre-recorded stuff and actually take time and produce because while we might not pat ourselves on the back all the time, it, you're right. It is weird and, and impressive to other people that we've put out. Basically, I counted at one point, we put out more music than CCR ever put out, which is just like hmm. absurd yeah. to think I about. Think, not I saying we it's have better. 90, no, no, no. We're quantity over quality. Yeah, we I think we have 96 songs released out yeah. on Yeah, on wow. Yeah, 96 songs right that are out across everything that has been two and a half years basically almost three years of us of doing that so we want to expand and do different things so in the fall Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up ends in August Uh, the last episode will be August 17th and then we'll be back as Houseboat Live the slightly sad news there is that it most likely will not translate so well to be a podcast format but then the nice thing is we if we do one live show a month we have at least for us we do it on Tuesdays we know that we have three other weeks that we can do other projects. Right. And whether that's music or, as Justin said, maybe we'll do an actual podcast. I'm like, yeah, after yeah. three years, we'll might actually do a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the D&D campaign that Zach was talking about before, we have a lot of ideas, a couple other people that we've spoken to about 
making shows for them, getting more on the producing side of things. So uh, we're not going anywhere. Skits. skits. Yeah, we want to do, like, just have fun with it. Like we, I'm we, not a drone. You got a drone because it's more stuff. Because <laughs> it's more stuff. It's so fun. And I want to do some more drone. Yeah, we just want to use stuff. all the gear that we've purchased and just kind of collected over the last and few it, years to actually make things. We're also growing in the sense of we want to. Uh, Kyle has a short film that's ready yeah. and needs to just we've be been filmed rehearsing at this point. it, and now I just need to. We want to do actor. the scoring of it, and there's other things that we want to get into on the media side to culminate yeah, what we've we, learned and learn new shit. And we you do know. theme songs for people. I know I plugged that the last episode I was on. We've done theme songs for a couple different, uh, one different podcast officially. I got my uh, own theme song I wrote for Jim Jeffries on the Jim Jeffries uh, podcast, which is really sweet. And then he insulted me. That was actually pretty sweet. He called me a grande Kyle Mocha. <laughs> I said that he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about how not grande I am. We're definitely going to drop the links at the end of the show. But how about where? So what's the new rebranding? Where will people be able to find you? Yeah, it'll it'll all be on uh, YouTube.com forward slash houseboat. TLJ, all one word. Uh, we'll be doing live streams on there. T we'll as in Tommy, L, L as, as in Lee, Lee J, J as, as in Jones. Jones. Yeah. 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 He's our spirit animal. It's not Touch Little Johnsons. I, 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 little I, Johnson. oh <laughs> I mean, God. we do that because we all have Little Johnsons, except for the <laughs> Italian giant behind there over there. But yeah, so you'll be able to find it there. Um, we'll still have at Houseboat TLJ on Instagram. All of our, our other accounts will stay the same. Um, and Kyle Mocha won't shut up will again probably come back as what I originally intended it to be, me just rambling into a microphone. So that will probably come back to moot.tv in just a weirder form. Also we'll the website. Here. Yeah, the website is houseboat.live. Yeah. I will say on yeah. the on the rebranding the the one thing that I'm more excited for is to do deep dives into bands. Yeah. Like we we have we've always we, focused on music, so now we can actually like do a full interview with a band. Yeah. Uh which we have our first interview that Justin and I went and did uh, that'll be uh, the first pre-taped interview we've done with the band uh, with uh, Don't Panic. It'll be released on this next episode on uh, the the 8th of June. Yep. That'll be our live episode. So it'll be out on the 14th of June on uh, Moot.TV, so you can go check that out. Uh, then you're going to have to go to YouTube to watch it, which is the problem we're getting into where yes. it doesn't bode well for, for audio only at that point. Well, we're at the point of the show where I guess I know all the listeners are very interested in what my addiction is. So that's where we're at. And yes, yes. it's going to be a little untraditional. It's going to be very me. So everybody's going to roll their eyes. But like, I think I think I'm addicted to my own anxiety. Ooh. And I think I'm addicted to my anxiety in a way that it makes me feel important. OK, I have a lot of jobs. I wear a lot of hats. But the thing that makes me feel the most important in my own life is feeling anxious, is feeling stressed. And so whenever I feel stressed, I feel like I'm doing something important. It's complete nonsense. I know it is. And I, I tend to lead it into other aspects of my life, uh, including playing video games. When I'm playing League of Legends specifically, that's one of those where, Justin, you said it's like a competitive game. Like, yeah. I want to feel amped up. Mm -hmm. I want to feel that feeling where it's like, oh, shit, I'm being tested. And I do that in aspects of my life that I don't need to, like uh, in my job. Like I have a really cool job now. People trust me. They don't really care as long as I do my thing. But I will always stress myself out with deadlines that don't really matter or or or, or everything. So I think one of my biggest addictions is stress is is feeling that anxiety, which, again, I know is not it's not a movie. 
It's not watching shows, but it's something that's real. It's real. What all of us do, all of our addictions that we've already listed, I think, for the most part, are ways to alleviate well, the anxiety in some way. Sure. And I know that, like... I think we all work better under pressure. Yes. And I think oh, that's definitely. why the deadline works. That's why we do a live show, because if we don't just do it, we're not going to do it. I was um, going to say, before per- procrastination, does, is there an addiction to procrastinating and, and pushing things back? Oh, yeah. Is that part of an anxiety addiction? Procrastinating to... It's like things are off your until own you know yeah, that I you do don't have any other choice but to do it. Yeah. I, maybe this will make people feel better, but I've heard that most procrastinators are perfectionists and that yes. people yeah. who put things off want things to be perfect, which is impossible. Right. In, in the practice of what you guys are doing, I'm sure it was a little bit of therapy for you guys where you're like, we're setting rules and we have this timeline because I know I have... Uh, two musical projects that I haven't released a single thing in 16 years. I have stuff recorded, but I keep on producing and overproducing and rewriting right. because I'm like worried about what people think, yep. even though the only yep. person that's going to listen is me. That was my exact, uh, the, that was the catalyst for us to do what we do. Right. I can't stop writing songs. I write fucking two or three songs a week. Songs are stuff. He collects um, them. I just, I, I'm writing. I've written thousands of songs, and I got to the point where I had this huge collection of shit that sometimes didn't even get bounced out of my oh, there's plenty. Duh, you know what yeah, I mean? There's, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of them that no one has heard unless you were in the room and made it with me. And I was just like, okay, we got to do something where we force ourselves to put something out there, right. and then you put it out, and you're just like. There it is. It's not. It's now. It belongs to the universe and not me anymore. Yeah. And, and for me, that was what, like to build off of what Zach's saying. We started getting into that and, and forcing ourselves to to do a song every single week. And then uh, to reiterate another thing I said in our last show, I was sitting there going, "Well, I have all these songs that I've been sitting on for myself. They were far from finished songs, but they were songs that meant something to me." And I was like, well, I can't put this out. I can't I can't record this because it's not going to be as good as I would want it to be and all these things. And then I'm like, we literally throw shit to the wind every single week. Why can't I just sit there and go, all right, let, let me put effort into it in something that I am more invested in on that level. And by the time I got around doing that was when we started. It was a year and a half ago when we started really sitting down and doing the albums. Well, and- I think we set ourselves up to to be serious, but not yeah. take things serious. Because yes. in lyrics with one of the first intros that we wrote was experimental pieces of shit. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, hey, we don't know what you're going to get. That's our closing yeah. theme song. Some will be experimental pieces of shit. Um, pieces and, of and shit. It's, it's catchy. It's infectious. It's very catchy. Um, and, but yeah, so I think the anxiety side of it. Uh, I don't know if I would say for me that I'm addicted to anxiety. I just I would say that I don't know how to live without it if I'm going to be productive. I do my normal addictions that we're not talking about, you know, like the green stuff and the the liquid stuff are all to subside the anxiety. Yeah. But then that becomes something that stops you from being productive. Sure. So you have to find the balance between it. And it's like, okay, if I have nothing to do and I'm just sitting at home, all right, relax, let your brain calm down. But when there is a project that I need to do, I thrive on the anxiety. And I definitely, like you're saying, EJ, I definitely... Uh, give myself deadlines for things that, again, do- might not matter to anybody else in the world. But to me, I'm just like, oh, oh, I need to get this done. And if I don't, then I'm the only person to blame. And I'm, I'm, I'm the asshole. I'm the shithead there. Even at work, like I bartend and I'll walk into work. And until fairly recently, I would always be like, oh, fuck, I'm like 
I'm really stressing every day before I go into work. And even when I used to do like the little bit of stand up that I did uh, like when I was in Philly and, and, and going to like Jersey and stuff, they always say that if you stop being nervous or stop having anxiety before you go on stage, that is either the point where you've quote unquote made it or the, 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 the sign that you stopped caring. So the anxiety, I think, is really showing you that you care. So maybe your addiction is really to caring. You ever think about that? Care bear over there? I think it's definitely both. But like you are like you were saying, like the stronger force is the anxiety. And so it's like I, the addiction is the anxiety. I do care. And that is a big part of who I am. But the thing that is detrimental to who I am, the thing that I cope with, why I drink and whatnot, as you just said, is the anxiety. Like I, I, I want it, I need it, but then there's too much of it. And so I try to get rid of it. I want it when I want it, but I don't want it when I don't want it. So mm-hmm. that's where the addiction lies in. But I, I think you're absolutely right. It's that's, I want, I want people to like me, like the thing that I do. I want people to care about the things that I care about, which yeah. is like a very complicated, weird thing. Yeah. But we had a guest on a couple, probably now, like months ago, his, uh, goes by Swivs, S W I V S, uh, Will Shalda, great musician. And he kind of like threw something at that at us that made me feel really good that like this is the 228th episode of Let Me Ask You a Question. And this is one thing that we've done that I don't feel that way about. I don't feel anxious about this show. I just do it. Yeah, we feel kind of empty without we didn't do a show for two months working on this album. And it was like, if we hadn't been working on this album, it would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Now, I can't say the same thing like that you guys. We don't write a song every week. Anthony and I originally were trying to. But you actually edit. You edit. And that might be harder sometimes. Well, and so so that is something to be proud of. And I think that's another lesson with the anxiety or with collecting or with playing video games. It's like to reflect. We don't reflect enough. Reflect upon the thing that you're doing. Pick why it's good. Pick why it's bad and be happy about it. Because... I don't budget that time into any project. And that's something I'm working on too. Any project that I do, take 10 minutes to say, this is what I did bad, because that's ultimately going to be what I do all the time in my downtime. But also like, hey, I did this good. We did these three things. Like you guys made albums and they were great. And yep. you've been yeah. you know, showing up when you guys show up. You have your, your YouTube show. It's very well produced, by the way. The YouTube show is it's not not Thank you. yeah, exactly. Justin claps to Justin. And Zach, like, claps to you too. Not to not to discredit the other two, y'all, but like the song, Zach, you're a force, man. You were you were definitely a savant uh, of of music writing. And I hope that you give yourself some credit there. Thank you. He's it, also separately. I'm an also idiot. an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but it works so well because I know I don't have to worry. I know when I go to when we go to write these songs, I don't have to worry about anything other than playing drums. And for me, I have or to worry about or whatever. Yeah, coming up with lyrics and then figuring out. Most of the time, I have a melody and then we go to the microphone and I'm like, that one out the window. Well, the nice once part my mouth is opened up. we all just worry about the thing that we're yeah. good at. Yeah. I worry about making the song and that's what I... Maybe not good at, but maybe what I enjoy that's, doing. And, and you are the best Whereas at it Justin in the room, is, at least. is... The guy on the the yeah the technical the side technical of the live, side of show, the live and show and Kyle is the <laughs> shutting, the face the, the face the and the voice and the, the promotion dumb, dumb. and the yeah. um, I can't be bothered to answer a fucking email. Kyle's on Facebook trying to fucking pimp us to the world. <laughs> thankfully, because otherwise, I not a single person would ever hear anything right. I ever did. You yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. A, 
Nice team effort. Well, which is all of us, I think, closeted perfectionists. I think it's really important that we realize that we have to give up some control. And when we do, we find success. Yeah. So like with you guys, you all gave up a part of that control. And now you guys are making stuff. And I definitely with my show, like we reached out to Anthony because motherfucker's funny. He ain't here tonight. But like that dude's got that guy can talk. So, yeah, he can. you know, as a as uh, all of us uh, pushing 40 you know, like, let's remember to give up some of that control. Pushing perfect. 40. This guy just hit 30. Just turned 30. <laughs> oh, man, I thought you we were got, like. I just turned 40 yeah, no, this we, year. I know, I know. I've abused this body. Look at me. <laughs> I would look old because I've abused this body. It's all that cheese. You got to calm all, down. It's like all this. that cheese. Uh, yeah, no, we literally have 40, 35 in two weeks and, and 30. We are we are a weird uh, amalgamation, I guess. Well, that's even better that than at any age. You know, give up some control. Let let other people that are good at things do things for you so you can get shit done. Because I know, like, do, do it alone. Part of that anxiety and that perfectionism is like, you know, I, I want to do it. It's me. It's my voice. But guess what? Other people are good at helping you do your voice just as much as you might be good at giving your voice. I, I think. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. No, I think you got to learn well to play well with others. Sometimes yeah. you, you sometimes are given. Sometimes you're fucking receiving. Yes. Sometimes you're pitching. Sometimes you're catching. Sometimes your dick's in, and sometimes their dick's in. <laughs> well, on that, I think it's a perfect time to wrap it up. Would you guys like to give your plugs? Uh, where can we find you now and past and in the future? Uh, you can find uh, us collectively. There's at Brunch Music on Instagram. You can find at Houseboat TLJ, again, as in Tommy Lee Jones on Instagram. All of the music, again, anywhere you stream music, you can find Brunch. Brunch under Brunch. Brunch is the name of the band. Not, not the UK. For not the UK, but there's another band called Brunch. Yeah, but we have more songs. We have more songs. No, no, just look for the one that has cheese on it. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then on uh, YouTube, again, youtube.com forward slash houseboat TLJ, all one word. Uh, personally, I'm on everything at Kyle Mocha, um, and Justin's personal is the Brunch Music. Yeah. At brunch music there, and of course, all these links will be everywhere uh, on Muta TV, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, and then we do have a, we do have a phone number that uh, we don't really use <laughs> ever. Nobody really calls in, uh, but I think it's five seven zero two six nine. Whoa, W O A H. Nice call or text. Yeah, call or text, and we'll, we'll get that. And uh, yeah. if you actually, if somebody actually uses it, we'll we'll bring it up once in a while. We've had like three voicemails, so. We're, we're building, man. We're building. We are, we're getting there. That's how Greg treats our TikTok. So I'll let Greg give our TikTok first, and then I'll do the rest oh, of it's, the... Uh... It's Elamayak Pod, like everything else. It's, um, yeah, I said, the second... I will have as many TikToks as we have followers. So far, that's zero. <laughs> Only because I haven't followed our own TikTok yet, which when I do, I'll be forced <laughs> to put the first video up. So I'm just waiting for that to all align. But uh, yeah, it, it's a TikTok. It'll be there. And otherwise, you can go over to moot.tv. You can find Let Me Ask You a Question. Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, and a bunch of other podcasts over there. Not a ton, just a couple. Uh, you can reach out to Let Me Ask You a Question at Let Me Ask You a Question podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on most social media at L-M-A-Y-A-Q pod. So we're on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also, we have a subreddit. I, I, I'm i like flashing that because I, I like Reddit. I don't like going on the other shit. So hit us up all those places. 
Uh, also, our number, 929-352-6173. That spells Kyle is sexy, if you uh, are trying to spell it out. Oh. Uh, yeah, we did that on purpose. Uh, also, go over to Muta.tv, hit up the store there. Currently, that's probably the best way to support the show. We got a bunch of merch. Buy the swag. Yeah, so if you want to buy some stuff there, yeah, some neat stuff, stuff Muta.tv hats. Uh, I made a hat for Grega Man. We even, if your name's Greg, we might even put that up there, so you can have your own custom Grega Man hat. Ooh. Or if you are a Greg, just send it in. Just know that you're not wearing a hat that's calling you the Grega Man. You're wearing me on your head. Yeah, or maybe your name's Beth or or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Buy that hat. Buy that hat. Beth a man. Then you can buy the mug as well, and then you could be wearing the Greg Man on your head while drinking Greg Man out of your mug. I think yeah. I did that in high school once. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, Anthony, we missed you this week, but uh, thank you for not being here. You let me talk more for a change, and we'll see you next time on uh, Let Me Ask You a Question. TV. Long day and a short dick and a stiff drink. Well, cheese is all rhyme.